I want all of you to mark your calendars for January 15th because that's the date the annual Critics' Choice Movie Awards airs on A&E at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. That's where I'll be watching. This year's awards show will be hosted by Michael Strahan, the former NFL Super Bowl champion and current host of Live with Kelly and Michael. So why should you watch the Critics' Choice Awards? Well, when critics like something, you know it's good. Some of this year's nominees include Birdman starring Michael Keaton with 13 nominations, The Grand Budapest Hotel has 11, and Boyhood follows with 8. All of our favorite stars will be there. People like Kevin Costner, who will be receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award, Ron Howard, who's just an amazing director and actor and genius across the board, he will be honored with the Genius Award, so that makes sense. And Jessica Chastain, the Critics' Choice MVP Award. She's my MVP, too. Like, I love her. Plus, if you want the inside scoop on who's going to win an Oscar this year, the Critics' Choice Awards has historically been the most accurate predictor of who will walk away with an Academy Award. Huh. Now you know. So whether you're a film nut or just a nut like myself wondering what the Oscar betting pool this year is going to be like, be sure to watch the Critics' Choice Awards this Thursday at 9 p.m. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. How is everyone's New Year? Ray, how was yours? It's good. Short. <laughs> it was good. It was short. It's so exciting over there. I, I know. I have three kids, so. I have two. I actually had um, a mommy and kid party. I had all my mommy friends and their husbands. Were just They don't really count. They came over, and the kids came over, so it was like a giant play dates for adults and kids. So we just got drunk and watched our kids beat the shit out of each other. For New Year's? Yeah. That sounds awesome. New so- Year's Eve. Fun, so fun. Did all the women go in one uh, one room and all the men in the other? Pretty much. <laughs> it's like a sixth grade dance. We were all in the kitchen gossiping, drinking wine, and they were all at the bar having tequila in the other room. And I was like, eh, that's how it works. Except for the alcohol we don't get in sixth grade. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so a few things I want to like talk to you about. Let's gossip a little. Um, Celebrity Apprentice. I think we're on... Episode three, which is two episodes in each one, Mm -hmm. which I watched last night. And it's so crazy to me what they leave out. I mean, we shot so much and it was so stressful. But when I'm watching it back, it looks easy breezy. And I look like I'm doing nothing, which all I did was work. I swear, maybe I'm a little quiet when I'm working, but I got shit done. I really, I raised $40,000 for my, for Ian's charity, Ian, Ian, whatever. Um, And... I, I was it's it's frustrating for me to have people say, Well, it didn't really look like you were doing much and I was saying I was on the computer the whole time asking my best friends to give me money for a charity. I couldn't even tell them what the charity was because I didn't know if we were gonna win or not. It was a very stressful. Did you guys end up winning? We did win. Oh no, no, actually we didn't win. It was um it was a very close race. I think Geraldo won by about twenty five hundred dollars. Um, but we got to keep the money for our charity and then Terrell went home, and Terrell and I got in a big, huge text off fight last night. It was very interesting. He, I'd seen him the night before at the Golden Globes um, at the after parties. I ran into him. I was with my date, and we were saying hello. But he was not that nice. And then he was on Twitter 
making fun of my looks. I'm like, what grown-ass man goes on Twitter and talks shit about a woman's looks? Like, who does that? What so, was he saying? Oh, that, uh, unfortunately, I have to go under the knife to look pretty. Unlike Kenya, I'm like, ooh, honey, don't go there. And why go there? Like, you're a dude. You're a man. Like, what are you doing? So I text him. I'm like, why are you doing this? You're a grown-ass man. It's not hot. It's not a hot look. You're acting like a little bitch. So we had a little text off. I do like Terrell, but I feel like some of his choices are poor. I, you know, I said, Terrell, I would never make fun of your looks. I think you're very handsome. You look great on the outside. But unfortunately, by the way you're acting, your outsides don't match your insides. Was he that way on the show towards you or was he like buddy-buddy? No, he um, he definitely was trying to flirt with me in the beginning. He thought like if he could flirt with me, he could kind of manipulate me. And I really wasn't having it because I can see right through that shit. Um, so and, – and on the show, when, once we joined forces – and I wish they would have showed it last night – during the wedding dress, um, like we were had to sell wedding dresses for all this money, he was taking wedding dresses out of the van and bumping into me and knocking into me on purpose. And like, that's part of the reason I got the panic attack because not only they're ignoring me, but they're being mean and bumping a full grown man's bumping into me with a bunch of wedding dresses. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was so stressful, but they didn't show that. So I, you know, I'm telling you about it because there's a lot of stuff they can't show. But I did work really hard. I did raise a lot of money, more than anyone but Ian. And, um, you know, I didn't get fired. Terrell did. But when we were texting last night, he's like, I thought we were friends. I go, friends don't go on social media and blast the way someone looks. Like, they just don't. Yeah, that was my night. Um, So that was fun. What else? Uh, The night before, I saw Kenya and Terrell. At the Golden Globes? At the Golden Globes. Um, And I actually said hi to Kenya. It was very interesting. And she said hello back. That was the extent of it. And then I ran the other way with my date. <laughs> so, so that was, was she – was Terrell her date? No. Or I, Terrell I, uh, whatever, T.O. Yeah. See, don't even try it. Don't, he's going to get mad. Um, Terrell was with his publicist. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we ran into him and it was just very interesting. He's like, you know you want this. And I'm sitting here with my hot date. I'm like, I got this. I'm good. Yeah, my date doesn't cry. <laughs> Not yet. Not until I break his heart. I'm kidding. Just joking. But having said that, I watched the Golden Globes. What did you think? I thought it was interesting. I thought it was, except for there was, it was kind of boring. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was like spots here and there, but you were there, so it's different. But I didn't actually sit and watch the Globes. I went to the after parties oh, at the okay. hotel. I saw Jennifer Aniston. She looked gorgeous. I saw Selena Gomez. I just wanted to go up and give her a hug, but then she had security all around her, so I wasn't going to do that. But the heart wants what it wants. I love her. She's a, she's like big in our household. It was like our first crush. The boys, not mine, but yes, my little boys. Um, but I, I thought Tina and Amy were amazing. They are freaking hilarious together, and I think they were the best part of the show. I think that some of the speeches were a little boring. That's what I was talking about. I think Amy and Tina were great, but the stars were kind of... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wanted someone to get up. Besides Ricky Gervais, I think he's hilarious. I wish he would have pushed it a little further and named some names like... You know, I just love – I love when people call people out. Um, what about – what do you think about the Bill Cosby uh, joke that Tina oh, I thought that was great. I uh, mean, it's, it's, a question, it's a questionable thing because a lot of people are saying, oh, that's horrible. It's defamation of character, blah, blah, blah. Really? Because he's a public figure and we can all say what we want about him. If it's a, Obviously, we're joking and it's allegedly nothing's been proved. But when you're in the public eye, 
you have to kind of take what people say. I get it all the time. We get people saying, oh, she's an alcoholic. She's this. She's a bad mom. You're just like, go and brush your shoulder off. You, you, you put yourself out there for ridicule and for people to have opinions on you. And that's, that's you know, got to take the good with the bad, right? Yeah, definitely. That's part of, the, you know, that's part of the game. Right. So I mean, if it bothers you, then you should get out because you have to have a thick skin. You absolutely do because people will go after your looks, after your parenting, after everything, and you just have to deal with it. I mean, I've been the – the stuff that I read on Twitter and just that people, even other housewives say about me in the press or to TMZ, it's not good. But listen, I, I do the same thing. If you're going to say something about me, I'm going to give it right back to you because I'm a girl, a bitchy girl. <laughs> but yeah, so I love Tina and Amy. I thought it was – Highly inappropriate, the, the the joke, but I love in, I love unfiltered. I love inappropriate. It's like that was my biggest laugh of the night. Yeah, but that's comedy and that's entertainment. You know? Right. I mean, you're supposed to say the things that no one else, you know, dares say. Or that's maybe, what you're hired for. Yeah, that's what we're thinking, but. That's why I'm unfiltered. That's why I'm so excited. It's like I do want to some at some point do a family-friendly show, but I really enjoy having my opinion and talking about gossip and ju- it just being, listen, what I'm saying to you and what my opinions are about what's going on in the tablets. It's just that. It's my opinion. It's what I've heard. It's gossip. It's not, you know, God's end all be all. It's not necessarily the truth. It's listen, let's talk about this Justin Bieber thing. It's gossip. We really don't know if this picture was Photoshopped for Calvin Klein. What do you think? Um, I think it was Photoshopped. What I think do you you're think? right. Yeah. I do. I, but you know what I will say? I'm looking at it right now. Either way, it's hot. I know he's a kid and I feel a little bit like a pedophile. But either way, he looks good. Yeah, I mean, he's in he's a good shape, you he's, know. He looks great. Yeah, but you can tell, like, they made the background or the butt pop out a little more, gave yeah. him a little more girth in the front. <laughs> they even made his hands bigger. But to me, he does, like, he looks more like the unphotoshopped picture just because he's so young and he kind of still has that boyish thing going on. Yeah. But either way, I think he looks good. But I do... I do really enjoy the Photoshop picture. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he does look a lot better in the, the Photoshop picture. I like them both. I just feel like, you know, I mean, he's, when Marky Mark did it, I think he was a little older, wasn't he? Yeah, he was older. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he, yeah, I mean, he'd been working out for, you know, 10 years. So. Right? Yeah. I love Marky Mark. I mean, so well, is, what do you think? Who, who was the better model? Oh, Marky Mark for me. I mean, I think it's just because I'm older and I feel like a pedophile. Like I said, looking at these pictures. Um, cause I watched him on YouTube when he was discovered and he was like a kid and his voice hasn't changed yet. So it's a little weird. I feel like aunt Brandy thinks you're hot, Justin. Um, yeah. No, did, did you hear about Mark Wahlberg's wife? Uh, went on Twitter and said that she thought, um, although Justin was good, that no one could beat her husband and she got a lot of hate from the believers. Oh my God. You know what? You got to have your man's back. I think her name's Rhea, Rhea, Durr, Rhea. She was a model when I was modeling. She did much better than I did, but she was gorgeous. And if you can't say your husband looked better than anyone, these people on Twitter are crazy. I mean, it's, it's, I have, I did watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and um, Jeff Lewis and I, who are friends, decided to see if we could prank Andy. Um, and it was just like, we're like, we really wanted to do it. So we did it, actually. But I, when we did it, he wanted me to, Jeff wanted me to throw a drink on him. I'm like, you have to oh, be mean to me. If you, I can't just throw a drink on you because I did it in the episode that we were there to talk about and so he was being really mean I'm like I don't think I could do it I don't think I could do it and then we had four minutes left I'm like gosh I have to do this and I did it and then I started through 10 crying and then I started cracking up so I had to turn my chair around because I was laughing so hard 
I can tell you that Twitter went crazy on me. They're like, that wasn't a joke. Or if it was a joke, we felt bad for you. And we were just trying to prank Andy and like be funny, like do something different. And I have been getting hate for a week on Twitter because I was joking. I mean, the stuff that Jeff said to me was really mean and he meant it. So, um, but I can take it, you know, like, listen, talk all the shit you want. (laughs) I put myself out there for that scrutiny. So you get, I took a big drink of the wine before I threw it. So I didn't put that much on him. And then we were going out after the show, but the place we wanted to go was closed. And unfortunately, even though we told Andy it was a prank, he was upset and I get it and I'm sorry, but no one defended me on Twitter and said, like, Jeff, neither Jeff nor Andy until yesterday said, yeah, it was a prank. So I was getting all of these people weighing in saying, oh, it was real. She's crazy. It was real. Even Lisa Vanderpump did it like a – What? A, Lisa Vanderpump did it like an article saying it was real for sure. And I'm like, uh, it wasn't. It just truthfully wasn't. I'm like, you guys, come on. Somebody step up and have my back. Um, yeah. So, Andy, I'm sorry we punk- pranked you. That was, I thought, because Jeff and Andy are best friends, I thought since Jeff and I were talking about it and he knows Andy so well, I thought it would be cool. I didn't think it was going to be make anyone upset. But Did he get mad at Jeff? I, I don't, I, he was upset. I don't know what their conversation was. I, I mean, I talked to Andy yesterday and I apologized, but I said, you know, it would be really helpful if somebody could just say we really were joking because I'm getting crucified and social media about it. And I'm sorry to the people who felt sorry for me and that were defending me and were saying, how could he do those things and say those things? He was mean. I told him to be mean so that I could actually have a reason to throw a glass of wine on him because that's only the second time in my life I've ever thrown wine. (laughs) First on the episode and then on Watch What Happens Live. And I don't know, maybe the acting classes are paying off. (laughs) But I did start cracking up when I turned around and I couldn't help it. So I'm just, sure Andy loved it. I mean, come on. I hope know? so. I mean, oh, yeah. I think he was a little mad, but I have apologized to him and I've apologized to all my Twitter people and supporters that had my back and that were fighting for me. I'm really sorry. It was completely just for fun. We just wanted to see if we could do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's entertaining. I thought so, yeah. but I, I won't They'll be doing that it. and I won't be doing that anymore. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Something else to say that was really good and interesting hmm. i don't know what's what anything? was it about the golden globes what was it mm. have you have you received any hate uh from uh people about the celebrity apprentice um no not really no. hate just uh well i mean some of like kenya moore's fans his housewives fans are very serious they're mm-hmm. very involved um some of the you know people that follow her and that are ride or die for her send me messages and terrell Last night I was on Twitter talking about my look, so that was always fun. Um, but, you know, you I would say 75% of Twitter is, is not nice, <laughs> but I'm used to it. So I don't really – I just go on, answer the nice ones, and block the mean ones, and move forward because that's what you got to do. That's otherwise, what do. Right? Yeah, yeah, otherwise – I mean, and plus I'm sitting there doing sixth-grade homework and second-grade homework, and I have, I have other shit to do. Like I can't sit there and fight on Twitter all night, but we are, you know, supposed to live tweet during the show. So I was doing a little bit of everything. I felt like I have one hand in a, you know, <laughs> a math book, and I'm doing liter- literature over here, and then I'm trying to tweet and make dinner. It's like, you know, it's, it can be a lot. It's a job, like I said. And today I forgot my phone, but thank God you have your computer, so we can tweet out the number and people can call in and either hate me or like me. We'll see. I can take it. 
I'm not going to sue you if you don't like me and you say something mean. (laughs) (laughs) Because your freedom of speech is something that is God-given. Actually, not God-given. Somebody else gave it to you. I don't know. Fifth Amendment, right? First. Well, same thing. Whatever. (laughs) Exactly. I got part of it right. That's all that matters. Um, What else is going on? Come on. Who was your favorite um, best dressed at Golden Globe suit or do you not care? Um, Or your wife's favorite. Let's go. I thought Jennifer Lopez looked great. That's mine too. She got a little bit like people thought it was too hoochie. I'm saying show leg, show a little boob. I love it. You got to show it while you got it. I know, know? right? And she's had it for a long time. She's like 46 years old and she looks better than most of the 20 year olds I see. She looks amazing. Did you see some of the after picture, uh, after party, uh, after show pictures? I didn't. I saw her arrive. I saw her just kill it with that that dress like she always brings it for me mm-hmm. i just i think i'm a latina in my head i love everything about her i love the hair i love the uh, earrings her and kate beckinsale had the most amazing earrings yeah i liked yeah. it she's very glamorous yes yeah. i like them both i like over the top glamour it's just me what were you wearing um i was wearing an australian designer named paolo sebastian and it was really a beautiful dress that i actually had wanted to wear for the housewives ad but it didn't go with what they wanted us to wear so i kind of just had this dress in my mind for so long i'm like what can i wear what can i wear i called a stylist friend and she's like i still have the dress i'm like oh my god can i wear it because it's hard to get people to loan you clothes when you're on a reality show so um i was very thankful and i love my dress it was like a princess dress so there's that um we have who do we have coming on so today we're going to be talking to Garen James, he's the founder and CEO of Cowboys for Angels. Now, I'm not super familiar with the show, but I've read his bio, and I, my friends watch the show. Do you watch the show? I've seen it a couple times, yeah. It's, it's a show called Gigolos. It's on Showtime, and it follows the lives of these uh, male gigolos in Vegas. And, you know, you see them interact with each other, and then you see them go on these dates with women. And it's really interesting because they're straight gigolos. And how, do, it, how do we know they're straight? This is my question. How do you? Oh, what says it in there? I, I know yeah. it says it in the bio. Like, but how do you test if you're gay? I mean, like, the, you. I know a lot of gay men that could pass for straight. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, you know, I guess they have to say that they're straight, you right? Know, because you know, I don't think a lot of women are gonna, you know, they, they well, want. No, no, no. I know. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, as a gay woman, want to be having mm. sex with a gay man. Did I say I was a gay woman? <laughs> well, you said that before. I know, but it was just weird. But yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would like to know that the man that I'm paying to be with me likes vagina and not, yeah, he's thinking of you, yeah. not, uh, you know, yeah. not Roy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go somewhere really inappropriate with that, but I decided not to. I saved you. Yes, you did. So here's my other thing I wanted to share. It's a little bit of fun. You might like it. Are you a fan of the Foo Fighters? Yes. Okay. So I went to the Foo Fighters concert the other night and we had like these VIP in the forum club thing. Mm-hmm. I went with a date who is their number one fan who thinks he is Dave Grohl. Like it's, he knows that he's like, it's his birthday. And I like the Foo Fighters, but I, you know, I'm not like, I'm, I'm more rip, like rip. I'm more hip hop and rap, mm-hmm. but I do like them. I think they're cool. So we're standing in this club and all of a sudden this woman comes running up to me. She's like, do you want to meet the band? We heard you're up here and they want to meet you. I'm like, uh, yeah, duh. So I grab my date out of line. We run downstairs. We're at, we're like downstairs. With, so Pat Smear, the guitar player, he's mm-hmm. a big Housewives fan. Really? And he wanted to take pictures or take pictures. We did selfies with Dave Grohl. Dave's like, <laughs> come to my birthday party. And the nicest people I've ever met in my life, like so down to earth and normal. We were talking Housewives with the Foo Fighters. 
That's they wanted so to know cool. the gospel. I was like, this is pinch me amazing. And my date was like, I'm in love with you. This is the best day of my life. But I'm sure he didn't mean it, but it was just like he couldn't believe. He was also a little like perturbed that they were fans of Housewives because I don't think he particularly loves the show. But I was like, wow, this is so awesome. And like Dave was so nice and doing selfies with everyone, telling us all about the show and inviting us to his birthday after. Unfortunately, halfway through the show, we got kicked out. Why? My date <clears throat> had a little – he was a little overserved. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. such, such a great show I heard. Yeah, no. It, we yeah. we made it almost to the end and then uh, – <laughs> he yeah, he's going to be mad that I said that. But he, he didn't even really do anything that wrong. We went to the bathroom. He went to the bar and he kind of stumbled to the bar, but he didn't fall or anything. The security guard goes, you guys are out. And we're what? like, what? That's what I was like. What are you talking about? We like, and then when he went to argue with the security guard, he kind of oh. stumbled again. <laughs> I'm like, we're gone. We're out. So it was a little bit of a downer that we didn't see the end of the show and stay for Dave's birthday party, but it was awesome. I mean, the first part, like the show, totally made up for all of not being able to stay. But we got to get Dave on the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got to get Dave on the show. I think we could get Pat. Pat. Pat for sure. He's like the he sent his wife to go get me. Oh really? So he was like, and he was talking about Lisa and the gossip, and he was like, I was at Sir. It was the funniest thing. And my date was like, I can't believe rock stars watch Housewives. I'm like, see, people watch it. Yeah, I mean, so. it's a guilty pleasure. Hey, I watch it. I like it. You know, I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's a great show. Well, thanks. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> but it was very interesting, and I was like. I was just excited to get selfies with everyone. I hate that word selfie, but I was like, if I can get it with rock stars, yes. Did you post any of them? Yeah. Posted oh. the one of Dave and I. Pat actually has the one on his phone of us because I didn't. I was in the picture and I didn't have my phone and his wife took it and his wife was super nice and everyone down there backstage was, we, who else? We saw all these rock stars. They, they were all just hanging out. They had KFC, this whole spread. I was like, this is awesome. Well, Dave is a real deal. And oh, he's yeah. genuine. He's so a nice, nice. Guy. Yeah, not judgmental. And no, I think and, that's awesome. No, yeah. and he lives by me, he told me. He's like, yeah, I lived on, I'm not going to tell him where I live. But I was like, oh my God, you do? You're like a valley guy? And he's like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so cool. I was just, I was in awe of just how kind and sweet he was to everyone. So, well, that's my big story. That's kind of a fun story, right? Oh, that's a great story. Okay, we're going to take a little break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Garen James, the founder and CEO of Cowboys for Angels. And he's on a show called Jiglos. He runs a show kind of, right? Yeah, he's not on it, but yeah, he runs it. He's on it? it? Yeah, he's the producer. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, but and his his guys are on that show. Right, the stars. and it's um, out just airing its fifth season. So it's obviously a very successful show. So let's get into a little talk with him when we come right back. To the runners and lifters and Pilates doers out there, to the weekend warriors and the triathletes, injuries are a fact of life. If you don't want to slow down for ice therapy, get Arctic Ease Instant Cold Wraps. You've never experienced anything like Arctic Ease before. It's a cold therapy you use while you're still active. Even when you're running, biking, or lifting, you keep your joints and muscles wrapped and cool. Arctic Ease Wraps stay in place while giving you a similar recovery to ice therapy, really. The surprising thing is there's no freezer needed. This sleek design fits comfortably with no bulky ice. They're actually reusable and clinically tested and proven effective. Just put Arctic Ease on and you have targeted instant cold and compression therapy where you need it before, during, and after exercise. The part that I like is during. I mean, you can't ice yourself and work out, but now you can. 
For pain, swelling, and injuries, you can safely use Arctic Ease for instant, long-lasting cold compression therapy, even while you're training. You actually have to try this to believe it because it really does work. So don't put your training on ice. Haha, got it. Get reusable Arctic Ease cold wraps at CVS Pharmacy and get instant cooling relief when and where you need it. Or you can just visit arcticease.com. Guess what? 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 Holly Shore's now on Podcast One. Try and experience when about to chirp in your lobes, okay, cool? That's right. You can download new episodes of his Interested Podcast every week. And while you're at it, check out all of his 2014 episodes for free through the end of January. <laughs> so if you're a Pauly Shore fan, there's no better way to start the new year. This is what put this place on the map. It's our gift to you from PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Hey, peeps. It's Brandy here. Um, as we all know, cold weather is here. And for many of us, that means dry, itchy winter skin, especially for me. I actually have a little dermatitis that makes me crazy, but... This new product I've tried is amazing. So instead of reaching for the same old anti-itch products this winter, I want to challenge you to try something new. And it really does work. It's called TriCalm. A recent clinical study showed that TriCalm is five times more effective at reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone cream, which is a topical steroid. And, you know, steroids in general are not fun. TriCalm works on skin irritations like the dry, itchy skin people get during cold months without the unwanted side effects of steroids. Plus, TriCalm is backed by the itch-free guarantee. If TriCalm does not stop your itch and dry skin, you can mail them the empty tube and get a full refund. That's kind of gangster. So if you have dry, itchy winter skin like me, even here in LA, I get cold when it's 70, get a tube of TriCalm for your medicine cabinet, your car, and or your desk at work. This stuff is really works. And if it doesn't get your money back, it's not a big deal because it's guaranteed itch relief that's five times more effective than hydrocortisone with none of the unwanted side effects of steroids. Find the white and blue box in the anti-itch aisle at Walmart, Walgreens, and CVS pharmacies. Just give this stuff a try. I mean, you can't lose. If you don't like it, send it back. You get your money back. I really enjoy it because I do get dermatitis and itchy dry skin in the winter cold. Not always because that sounds a little weird. Hey guys, we are back and we have Garen James on the phone and he is the founder of Cowboy and Angels and he has a hit show called Gigolos that he produces in its fifth season and we're going to talk to him and find out some dirt. Hey Garen, are you there? Yes, hello. Hello, oh, you have a sexy voice. I like it. <laughs> well, I just, I, I normally don't, I just tried a little radio voice. How does that, did it sound I, good? It's good. You, have, you have, probably have a face for radio too. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I saw your picture. You're very handsome. Um, so tell Thank us a little you. bit about your show. Well, you, you know, first of all, I'm a little upset because I told I was I was told I was going to be on your show, and I was so excited to meet you, and and uh, and now it's uh, it's over the phone. I know, so, and I'm not that great over the phone, to be honest. I'm much better in person, but yeah, the, who 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 stepped? Who do we have to talk to? Who's the assistant, or who? What are we doing here? It's my producer that would be Ray. Me. <laughs> well, you yeah, told me we you were it. in Florida, though. I am, but I mean, we could have made we could have made moves. You know, I could have I could have done something here. We could have rescheduled. You know, done something so I could be in person. Well, we can do it again, actually, and you can bring the blonde guy that I have a picture of right in front of me. You can bring him with you. Yeah, we're gonna have Which you back. One? I don't know his Which name. One? There's no name on it, but I think it's you. Is it? It might be long, long, longish hair on the beach. Yes, yes, yes. the sexy oh, eyes. That's, that's me. Are you kidding? 
That's me. Okay, you can come. We can do it in person. <laughs> We're doing it again. We're doing it again, but for now. Actually, actually no, my hair is shorter. That was, uh, that was actually a little, a few years ago. That's like the agency sort of uh, photo, but, but now I'm a little bit more clean cut, so I have shorter hair. All right, we had to clean it up a little bit. It's still all good. Corporate, yeah, I'm corporate now. Now, so all your guys are super hot, I hear. Well, yeah, I mean, we represent 60 different men across the U.S. Um, some of those men are featured on the Gigolo Show and Showtime, obviously. Um, and we have the reputation of, of hiring some of, the, some of the hottest men in the country. Now, are they all male models, or is that something that you kind of seek out? How do you pick them? No, you know, not all hot female models. My male models are great because they already have professional photos. Um, that's one thing that you need to, to work in the agency, professional photos to put up on the website. Um, but a lot are not male models. Oh, and so there's only 60. It seems like such a small number. I mean, they must really work their asses off. <laughs> well, it's crazy. I mean, I've, I've had over 10,000 employment requests. But wow. what am I going to do, put up 10,000 guys? I mean, you have to be like, amazing to be on the website. You have to be the best of the best of the best. So I'm very picky, I guess you could say, of who actually gets to go up on the website. Yeah. Now, how do you how do you figure out, you said that this is, you know, they're straight men, and how do you know that they're straight? Is there like a test to, if you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's, it's, it's, I think you can kind of divide from somebody whether or not they're straight or, or not straight. Um, but, uh, I don't, you know, it's, I guess it's a more of a trust thing, but you can kind of get the vibe. But I've, I've interviewed guys, and and I'm like, are you sure that you, you know, you you're strictly with women? And they'll be like, well, you know, every once in a while, maybe I'll see a man. And not that I have any problems with that. I mean, I really, you know, uh, I have no problems with that at all. No, but, but when you're a woman and you're you you really want someone that likes vagina and not something else. Exactly. I've always found that in this industry. The reason why there was no powerhouse sort of exclusive male escort agency for women only is because some of the ones in the past, the men saw men as well. So I always thought that if a woman was going to spend money and hire a man, she would want to know that she was not with a man the night before. Right. And, and I, I will tell that, you, it's hard to tell. I mean, every hot guy I know here in L.A. is gay, <laughs> besides my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, wait Fingers a second. Crossed. You're not single? You have a boyfriend? It's uh yeah you know it's um we I have a a person I date it's not really official yet yeah not uh, that it's gonna be official we're working on it, come, it hasn't come out in the, in the tablet yet well I think it might because I took him to the Golden Globes party and we did take some pictures together but you know Uh-oh. we're just I mean it's casual we're trying to figure out where it goes but I'm looking at your website right now <laughs> and <it's, laughs> everyone's so hot it's crazy well you know you would be oh, we would be a perfect thing for you because <laughs> we're no strings attached for the person with a busy lifestyle who needs to get around town, especially for somebody like you. We have private profiles on the website, so nobody would actually know that they're a hired companion. And it's a night of no strings attached fun for you two to go do whatever you want to do. And you don't have to worry about um, 
anybody coming after your money or coming after your status or whatever. It's like a, he's paid and that's it. And he leaves when he's done and he doesn't have your phone number or email. So now when you say a night of fun, are you, are you allowed to say like it's for sex? Like if you, let's say you just want to have a crazy night of sex. I mean, are you <laughs> seriously, is oh it, or can God. you just say it's whatever oh you God. want it to be? Well, I, it's a brand new United States to sell and purchase sex. So, I don't want to get you in any trouble. All right? Oh, but so in Nevada, oh, wait, Nevada you, you can. You want to purchase sex, huh? In Nevada, you can, right? Uh, in, in certain cities in Nevada, there are um, brothels that are set up. Um, there is no uh, brothel for women to go to, but I don't think women would actually go to them. I think it's... I, I think they actually tried. They had a guy, but I don't think he was good-looking, to be honest, but he was at one of those ranches, one of those brothels, but nobody showed up, I don't think. So I mean, they let him go. I think it would be great for bachelorette parties if you guys had like a bunch of male models in Nevada. We could come there and like party all night. Well, we just we <laughs> party all night. I just can't like, you know, if you called me and said, Garen, I want to buy some sex from one of your guys. <laughs> I, I, I have to like, I'm so sorry. I got to go. I got to run. Right. I see. You so know? you can't, you can't, but like it's whatever they are comfortable with and you are comfortable with. It's like, there's no menu for cunnilingus or whatever it is that you think you Correct. need. Okay. Correct. I'm sure all the guys are very skilled at it I and they're personal. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can't, you're right. I cannot put it on the menu. Right. I get it. So now is this the same, now, is, didn't Leah Michelle date a gigolo? Is that one of your guys? Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, it's, I guess you could say, um, gosh, you really drew a curveball at me. Oh, gosh, I, mean, um, I was just remembering this really hot guy. Then I saw her yes. with him as a date, and I remember something about being him being a gigolo or something. Yes. Uh, it was rumored. Can I say? I'll say rumored. Allegedly. That did, allegedly that he worked for Cowboys for Angels. Um, and uh, I guess you could say that our guys are so good and so amazing that an A-list would want to date one of them. For sure. I mean, but, especially if you want, she, you know, a date on your arm for some, you know, for a pretty picture and then call it a day. Right. But she was never, I just want to make it clear. She was never like a client of the agency. Um, you know, I'm very secretive of who would use it, uses the agency and, um, well, yeah, we you, don't have, reveal you our, have to be. Yeah. I don't read, like I've never in any of my press revealed any of our clients and who they are and their social statuses and who's famous and who's this and that. Um, so in that particular story, it was just... They just happened to meet and then this may be something he did at one point in his life and then people just ran with it. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, I mean, listen, we all have stuff that we've done that we're not necessarily... Not saying that he's not proud of it, but... Well, I mean, I don't know. I would be proud of it. If I look like this online, I would definitely be proud of it. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he... He's an amazing guy, so yep. that's all I can say. He's he's a good guy. Now, were you? I'm glad that they're together. Yeah, me too. She's adorable. I think she's really pretty. Um, yeah. Now, were you yourself ever a gigolo? Yes, in the beginning, uh, when I started at the agency, I, I I went out on some dates, and then I found that um, it was great information and helpful in, in booking appointments later. Now I'm strictly the matchmaker, and I'm married, and my wife is Colombian. And if if uh, if I ever went out on a date again, I'd be in big trouble. And so, so. you guys do a lot of coke because she's from Colombia. She probably gets a deal on it, right? 
well, right now we can't because she's pregnant. <laughs> so she's off the sauce for, for a minute. <laughs> well, yeah. So, you know, we're, we've been going through a draw, actually. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough out there for a pimp. And what, saying that, would you consider yourself a pimp? No. Oh. My okay. God. I mean, or what would you call yourself? I'm a booker. I'm a matchmaker. Um, uh, okay. Mostly I call myself a matchmaker, a booker. Uh, a pimp, pretty much like Implies by definition. Sex. Right, I get it. Yeah, so. Well, so you're, but you're an escort a matchmaker. Like you're an escort service to an extent, which does not yeah. sell sex. There's no sex menu. But you could do, they could do it whatever they want when they have I mean, because in, yeah. your, in your bio, it says you can have, like, overnights and week-longs. Yeah. I mean, that implies to me a little bit of action. We're part, you know, we're, what we do is we sell the men's time and companionship. And uh, I guess I could explain it like this. Um, like, I'll go over kind of the law like, from, okay. from my interpretation. Okay. Do you like pizza? Yes, of course. You love pizza, right? I like it. You like it? Okay. Now, do you like sausage pizza? Maybe. I do. Like I do. Olive and sausage. Large. Okay. So let's say you ordered a large sausage pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the, and then you open the door, and there's this pizza delivery guy, and he's holding this large sausage pizza. <laughs> and he's so attractive. And you guys look at each other, and it's like instant romance and, and, and you guys just attack each other. The pizza is on the floor, you're rolling around in cheese and whatever. And then he stops and says, wait a minute, you got to call my booker. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but, okay, so basically, the way that the law would work, I, I would imagine, is that you hired that gentleman to, to order to deliver this large sausage, sausage pizza, right? <laughs> so you paid and compensated him for that particular job. Um, now, if you guys, if, while he's on the job, there was a romantic spark and you guys had some sort of sexual escapade, you didn't hire him for sex. You didn't purchase sex. He didn't show up and you didn't say, hey, I'd like to purchase sex from you. Or, or right. he didn't say, hey, would you, you know, would you like to do you want to pay me a little extra for a little delivery, extra delivery? Um, so what are the requirements to be a, a gigolo? Um, yeah, like a, a gigolo, because that's what the name of the show is called, or to be a matchmaker. Well, well, yeah. Right? I mean, we I call my men companions or escorts. I mean, the gigolo show is a catchy name for it. I, I, it's all right, but it, I prefer in the company, Cowboys for Angels, be called a companion or an escort. So the requirement would be, the first thing I have to look at is, is their looks. Um I like guys that are over six foot tall, that are just really good looking. And then, and then I make a call and, and start the interview process. Now, from there, they, they have to be intelligent, they have to be witty, they have to be um, personable. Not, not cocky. That's one. Like that's, that's oh not, my God. That's never and, attractive. And the ego has got to go. So I called one guy and I was interviewing him and he's like, well, you know, <clears throat> I've been asked on several occasions if I would if I would sell my sperm because my genetics were just so superior to other people, and I was like, "Okay, thank you. I got to go." <laughs> yeah, that's not. I don't like. It's not attractive. I like more self deprecating men that can be funny and take a joke and have conversation and not have to tell you how great they are all day long. 
Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this job, you have to meet a lot of different people and you have to be like, you know, for some appointments are short, they're four hours. So you have to be like on, you have to be able to show up to somebody and just be smooth and kiss on the cheek and so nice to meet you and be intense and be personable. That's the number one thing over, over, over anything. Um, but again, like I have to be able to get the person's foot in the door. So the photos have to be amazing. I think this is great because there's so many websites for men to date all of these amazing, gorgeous women. There's so many of them. We, us girls, we don't have that. We can't just say, okay, let's look for a hot guy that can hold a conversation and just not call me after tonight. Well, yeah. And and the crazy thing is, is, I mean, we have such a variety of clients that, and and, and we have a, a class of clients that I call special needs clients. Which really makes me know that this service is is a is like doing a good thing in this world, um, and I guess you're going to ask me what special needs are, but <laughs> no, I but think I know. There, well, there's so many. I mean, there's so many special needs clients. I've had calls, women that are telling me, "This is my bucket list. I'm dying. You know, I'm dying soon, and oh, wow. I want to spend a weekend with a guy that just." I've, I've, I've never been a, a beautiful woman. They'll say, like, I'm not a beautiful woman and Aww. I'm dying soon. And I want to feel special, like, once before I go, like, for a weekend. Oh, that's um, a romantic, oddly romantic, special, needy story. Yeah, I mean, and, and some of the emails that I've gotten over the years, I had a woman who was um, three-quarters of her body was burned in a fire. She just felt horrible and felt felt, like, disfigured and deformed and... She, again, she wanted like an overnight with one of my guys that just really just didn't mention it or she didn't have to talk about it where they just pretended like it wasn't there and just had a beautiful evening together. Um, I had a client who had an equestrian accident and she was blind and she hadn't been on a date in two years. Uh, she, she damaged her retina and, and it, it was an opportunity for her to go out on a date again for the first time and she was scared and nervous. And, uh, and then there's women that are going through a divorce going through a very nasty divorce and how are you going to date somebody new and get into a new relationship? Easy. You start dating somebody- their best friends just to piss them off. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, I'm, I get it. Or you go on lines for a no string, whatever yeah, it is that we pizza. Hire a male escort from Cowboys for Angels. Um, it's a night of fun or a weekend of fun and, and then you're done and you can really focus on getting rid of this old relationship and, and before you start something new, something fresh. Now, do you guys so, do gift cards? Because I know a few girls that I am friends with that could probably use this. Really? Yes. But what, well, what, what do you guys charge? Well, a lot of the guys have different rates. Um, our rates are comparable to what women get. Um, well, not like, I guess you could say our rates are comparable to comparable to like what a normal woman gets. I mean, there's women that get way more than us. Really? <laughs> okay. I, I don't even, I don't know the rates for, for hooker. I mean, what are the uh, escorts for women? You know, and, well, I, okay. I so I can go over like some of the guys are 550 for a couple hours. Some of the guys are um, 650 for two hours. And, and what we did is we started like with our agency, we gave a discount for the more time that you book. It's like kind of like frequent it's like flyer a coupon. miles. 
Yeah, so if you order four hours, then you get a flight discount. If you order an overnight, you get a bigger discount. Everything gets bigger as you go. Through the night. Right. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) I just like to joke around a lot. I'm completely inappropriate. I know I am. I can't help it. But I'm really interested. I mean, I'm looking at all these guys online thinking, one of my girlfriends is going through a bad breakup right now. And she was with this guy that kept on like keeping her down and she's so gorgeous and she could really use a night with one of these guys, but I don't want to tell yeah. her I paid for the night. So uh, how do we do that? That's kind of tricky. That's kind of tricky. It's really tricky um, because we don't want to, we, I've always been like in the business to where like I've had guys who, oh, my friend, she's cute. Can I hire a guy? But what if she ever found out? She'd be so upset. So I think. Yeah, you're probably right, but I would never tell her. <laughs> you tell. Listen, listen. I got a surprise for you. I'm hiring a, the hottest guy in the world. I'm gonna have fun with you. I paid. It's paid in full. Get ready to enjoy the best night of your life. Well, it's like hiring a massage therapist for somebody. You're hiring. You're right. Whatever. Or, or just ordering a pizza. Yeah, we're ordering <laughs> a pizza. It's a mod. That's all it is. <laughs> people get hungry now so yeah. tell me um the guys on the show are they do are they were there any like were they apprehensive about putting it out there that this is what they do or are they just like look at my abs i'm got this <laughs> well, yeah no i mean i have uh, uh oh my it's crazy people just like uh, well well the show i mean the show is great it's funny it's it's fun but it's even better. It's like I had a sign-up sheet on my on my website for women who wanted to appear and be a client on the show, and mm-hmm. and the, the list got like so long. I mean, women mm-hmm. want to go on the show and be naked and have fun. Crazy. <laughs> and is it the I same guys thinking, every season? Uh, yeah. Well, we've sort of we've changed it a little bit. Like the first season, one of the guys didn't come back, and then another season we switched out, and so. But but the last two seasons were the same same group group of guys. Oh, that's nice. I mean, I think you know, for me, I like to see the same people over. I like to see them evolve. I like to get to know them. It's hard to keep yeah. seeing new people because it kind of just I, I lose interest. I want to like I'm invested in you know. Now I'm going to start obviously watching your show because these guys are so hot. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny too. I mean, it shows a lot of fun. I can yeah, only I'm, imagine. Are you you're on Celebrity Apprentice this year or this season, right? Yes, I am. Actually, my producer and I were just talking about it. Um, it's rough. It's a rough. It's a rough ride. But I really enjoyed it, and I didn't enjoy it actually. But it it was a great personal growth experience. Uh huh. And yeah, I got in a few fights and cried a lot. Had a panic attack. It was good. You know, really the norm. It, it's very stressful calling and having to reach out to your friends and asking for tens of thousands of dollars. And if you don't get that money in. You're fired, right. and no one wants to get fired. But then I'm calling all my friends. They're like, "Can I have ten thousand? I mean, I raised a lot of money, but it was very uncomfortable and out of my comfort zone to ask my friends for money. But I did it. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, how is that a part of being on the show? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me to have to ask people for money. Well, I mean, it, it is. I mean, that is part of what the show is about: is raising money for charity. And I was ready to call and ask my friends, but I didn't. You know go out ahead of time, like, let's say I in and have this load of cash ready and lo- locked and loaded, which is some of the people did. I just uh-huh. really cold called because I had seen the show before, but I didn't realize it was a requirement to come up with all this cash so many different times. And right. it was hard, but 
I did well. I have great friends here, and luckily, most people in Beverly Hills have a lot of money, so they, uh, <laughs> they showed up for me. And it is for charity at the end of the day, so that's like I think why a lot of people wrote checks. You know, that's cool. Yeah, yeah well, you should do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You should. You could go a long way, Mister Entrepreneur, and making everything happen. It's never happened before. You got well. Well, I, maybe I could give it a shot. I don't know. It'd be fun. Yeah, it's I fun mean, did... until you have a panic attack. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's when you call the Colombian for the drugs, right? Right. Exactly. And I was just about to say, and congratulations um, to your wife and you. And is this your first baby? Yes, and we got. We, I was surprised. We have twins on the way. <gasps> Okay, but that's one and done. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to do it again. Are you going to be boys or girls? Both. Great. You guys are so stoked. You never, it's going to be a hard four years. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Get her a baby nurse and a nanny. But you guys will never have to, she she will never have to put her body through that again. I see. One and done. One and done. One time being pregnant. Obviously, you have two kids, but one time jacking up your body, which is never fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was so nice to talk to you, Garen, and congratulations on Gigolos. And I'm so excited to actually get into this show now. And thank you for calling. Well, thank you. For letting me call you. And next time you're coming in person and you're bringing the twins. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, bring, I'm bringing some guys with me. Come on. What are you crazy? Yes. No, I need to ask them questions. I have a lot of I was like, who's this blonde guy? It's you. So I was like, all right, we can ask those questions. But we need, yes, I, I'm going to start watching the show and then I'm going to. Can I request certain men? Yes, yeah, of course. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring a slew a slew of, of hot hunky male escort men. Oh and my then gosh. listen, we'll do like a you bring your girlfriends. Yes, we'll it'll be like an orgy, but it'll just be a pizza party. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Perfect. I can I actually will. All right. Well, thank All you right. so much, Gary, for coming on. And speaking of sex, which which I was talking about, and he was talking about pizza, but we all know what pizza means. Uh, let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I mean, I am right now for the moment. I'm not going to lie. But I bet you'd love more, right? Who wouldn't? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more sex, basically, with 10 free gifts. First, I'll get a sexy surprise for her, which is me and you and probably all of you and a few guys, but not that many. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies. And when I say full, you know what that means. Uh, It's not hard, but it is in the movies. Um, It's really just not that hard. So just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, which we all know makes us feel sexy, makes us look sexy, the boys love it, or really just pick anything else you desire. Just enter my name at checkout. It's... um, Brandy, <laughs> B-R-A-N-D-I, and you'll get 10 free gifts, which we all love free shit, right? Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping when you enter my name, Brandy. That's B-R-A-N-D-I. Yes, my parents named me with an I to confuse everyone at adamandeve.com. So it's the new year, and now that you've returned all those holiday gifts that you don't need, why not go to Amazon.com and get what you really want? Amazon helps keep this podcast free by offering me, well, not me personally, but my show, a small commission on the products you purchase through Amazon. 
So the next time you purchase something on Amazon, please first click on the support the sponsors banner on my podcast one.com show page. And there you will see my lovely Amazon banner. You can even use my Amazon banner if you're located in Canada. We love you, Canada, or the UK. Also, to make it easier for all future purchases, feel free to bookmark my Amazon URL. That's what I do. So I'm kind of paying myself to be here. In addition to Amazon, please also support all the wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you. And now back to our show. Hey, guys. We're back, and we're going to be taking your calls right now. Hey, Ron. It's Brandy. How are you? Brandy, it's your Twitter buddy, L.A. Mail C.A. How are you? Oh, my goodness. You're a little bit over the top, you. I'm good, though. How are you? I'm doing good, sweetheart. I have a question. Yes. Um, uh, When are you getting married? (laughs) I think in order to get married, you actually have to have a proper fiancé, right? I don't. I'm, I'm dating someone, but I don't have any plans to get married. You've got to get married. You're an awesome girl. You need to have that ring on your finger. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you so much. You're on Twitter quite a lot. Can I ask you a question? Like, what do you do um, for work? Because you're constantly on Twitter. I am a multimillionaire, so I don't have to work. Oh, nice. So you just sit at home and tweet. Life is good. That's not horrible. So where do you live? Where do I live? Uh, Right by the beach in LA. Oh, nice. And so, yeah, I know that all the housewives follow you on Twitter and you follow them. So how did you get involved with the housewives? Are you just a fan of the show? That is something I can't even talk about on the air. Oh, ooh, secret millionaire. I like it. Yeah, something happened and it all just came about. Oh, well, nice. Well, it was actually nice hearing a voice, putting a voice with a name. I I always see your name. And I don't like when people change their Twitter handle, so I like that you keep yours the same because when they change it, I can't – or their picture, I can't can't keep in touch with them. I am so much like you. I agree. I hate when they change the name or the picture and I don't know who I'm talking to and then I get all mixed up. So I keep everything the same. Well, it was nice actually meeting you and having a little conversation with you. But, um, yeah, when we can talk a little more about that, I will definitely – you can give me a call back. Love you, girl. All right. Thanks, honey. Bye. Bye. Next on the phone, we have Melfin. Hello, Melfin. Are you there? Yes, this is Brandy. Yes, it is. How are you? Hi, Brandy. I've actually talked to you before a lot on Twitter. Okay, so what's your name on, what's your Twitter handle? Oh, I'm actually, I have a Housewives fan account. It's our Housewives 101. We were talking, like, about the, you were, like, at the girlfriend's, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, first of all, I know, like, I just have a few things that I want to get to, so I'm going to do it quickly because I know this is, like, time. First of all, i got to say, I've been watching Celebrity Apprentice, and I really, really, really like you on there. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not your biggest fan on Housewives. Okay. But, but I was watching, and I was expecting to see, like, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting to see. I don't know if it's because of like editing or something. You're just really like you're good on there, and I hope I hope you make it far. Oh, thank you. Um, it's such a it was such a different experience. You know, I think when uh, you know you're there, you're working hard. You you know you're not socializing. You're given a task. We're not given tasks on Housewives. We're given wine. So it's a it's a little bit different um, of a dynamic. So. On Celebrity Apprentice, I just really wanted to show that I can work hard. And yes, I'm still feisty, but I, I can do it. You know, I, I don't have to be 
this dramatic housewife all the time, even though, you know, having Kenya on there, we definitely kind of, you know, referred back to our, what we're used to, but, um, it, you know, I think it's just kind of, once you start with that, you can't help, but it's still reality TV. It's still, you still, you know, it needs to be exciting. Yeah. I think since it's like, like you said, it's for charity and it's like a more professional environment. I don't know. I just like you a lot more on there and, you know, I hope, I hope you make it far. Thank you. It's very sweet. Okay. So now on to Housewives. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wanted to, just like an observation as a viewer. Um, I mean, I've watched all the seasons of all the shows and all the episodes and spinoffs and specials and, I, season one, I actually, I was like, Team Kyle, I loved her. Uh, an observation is that, like, she, and I just want to know, like, asking you, since you know her or have yeah. been around her and interacted, it seems like, like, for example, season two, like, before the public had any opinion of you, you were a friend of the housewives, and she was very, like, aggressive with you, and when she got a lot of backlash for that, season three, she kind of, like, not kicked your ass because but <laughs> she was very nice to you and she definitely tried to make amends. And then now, last season, she had a lot of drama with Lisa and then this season it looks like she's trying to kind of make up with her and move on. And well, it's glad, I mean, I'm happy that they're moving on if, if they are, but it yeah. seems like she's going like trying to do the same thing she did with you with this, like when she gets backlash or when she doesn't like the public's like reception of something, she changes how she treats that person and like I just wanted to know like you since you know her and uh, you saw this the show um if you like see that in her like or if that's something you've seen yeah you know I think with Kyle and, and I say this I mean from the heart there's I like half of her like there's part of her that is really likable and the part that I don't like is like that she flips so easily it's like she flips a switch and she's she's kind and great and wonderful and funny and then she's this bad person like that's not your friend and I feel like she kind of flip-flops a lot between friends and I know that all of us a lot of the women take social media very seriously and as much as you guys might not think it affects us the hate and whatnot that we get you know I know for a fact that we all get you know hurt feelings and we are we are very aware of social media and we are aware of what people are saying and the backlash affects us so I'm sure that when someone says you know, over and over again that that was wrong. She's like, well, maybe I should switch back to being friends with so-and-so because people like me better. I mean, we all want to be liked and that's the truth. I mean, I don't think anyone sets out to be disliked, but at the same time, you got to be real and you got to be yourself and you, you can't just do it for the show's purpose or to make people like you. You have to just really be true to who you are. And I think that maybe out of everyone, she's the one that struggles with that the most. I agree, and you know, just from like from what I saw in like the previews and the trailers, I know you and her have like a little thing going on later on, and I just hope, like, I'm rooting for you, Brandy. Like, I want <laughs> you to win me back, and you know, just I don't know. But, oh, thank okay, you. The second thing that I wanted to say was, I know that you were recently hanging out with Kristen from New York City. Yes. So maybe she told you a little something of what was going on over there, or. Oh, yeah. So I, we had a big, giant Housewives gossip lunch. I can't really tell you a, a I lot of it. Much, I can't say much, but she's, um, it's, she said it's a very uh, 
she, you know, she's such a sweet girl and I don't think she's used to having, like when we hung out before, like, which I've known her, I was in her wedding. I've known her for years and years and years. She's one yeah, of my I best friends. Her. She's yeah. not a confrontational person. So she, she'll, you know, she'll say her mind, but she's not going to be one to start a fight. And so this is really hard for her to be kind of thrown into the mix with all these really strong personalities. Cause you know, she kind of just wants to cry and run away, <laughs> but she can't. So I had to have a little pep talk with her. I say, listen, when, you know, this person says this to you, what you're saying to me right now at lunch is what you need to say back to them. Just own it and don't like go off and be sad. Like just uh, tell tell them what you're telling me. And she definitely um, gets into it with a couple people. And I think that because she is so sweet and so easily kind of taken advantage of and that people are going to go for her and she's beautiful and it's hard I think for the she's younger and prettier than all of them and I think that takes its toll I think they kind of want to have it out for her exactly all right thank you so much Randy all right nice talking to you it was nice talking to you all right bye. bye we have George on the line George how are you oh my god hey Brandy how are you I'm good I have a little raspy voice today but I'm good how are you I'm good. I'm such a huge fan. I'm watching you on Celebrity Apprentice. I'm rooting for Team Brandy. So oh, thank I you. Want, <laughs> I just wanted to call you. I actually talked to your people once to come to a charity event. I actually had Kelly Ben Simone at one of mine, but that's another story. But anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, who do you think your biggest competition is on this year's Celebrity Apprentice? Well, you know, it's hard because I've already I've, I've completed the show, so I can't I, – I, I would say, you know, you well, going into it, there was definitely two people that I wanted to beat, and I can't tell you whether I did or not, but it was Kenya and Kate, and then, <laughs> and then there was another person that came along towards the end that I wanted to beat, and um, I can't tell you who that is either, but th- that was my goal. Like, if I could just make it through and beat those two people, like, that's – I want to show that I work hard, and I am here to win and try to win, hopefully, and just really – Beat them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're doing a great job, and um, I'm actually, I haven't seen the latest episode, but, like, when Kate was like, what are you doing? Like, I like how you, like, rallied the team together and was like, we got to get this, like, neat whatever thing done or whatever you were yeah, doing. Yeah, no, it, it was like I was just trying, you know, I think the great, I will say, like, out of all of the people that I was working with, I, I came away with a lot of friends, but um, the person who I thought always gave 100% besides myself and I always did, I wasn't playing the human chess game of trying to throw our leader under the bus or the anything Lisa, like that. The Lisa, the Lisa Vanderpump game, right? <laughs> oh, God. Don't, don't get me in trouble there. I've, I've got enough okay. issues with that. Sorry. Um, no, actually, I thought that Lisa Gibbons was just so sweet and really tried hard. I and like her. Not that everyone didn't, but because I became close friends with her, I saw how hard she worked, and she was always very complimentary towards me, too, and seeing how hard I worked. And so, you know, I I just – I feel like people could take a little – like, watch her. Watch what she does. She's just awesome. I agree, yeah. I really like her, too. And I love you, and mm-hmm. I enjoy following your tweets and everything, <laughs> and um, hopefully I can get a follow back one day. Yeah, wait. <laughs> tell me your Twitter handle, honey. Um, it's G S three R D R is in rabbit. Yeah. R is in rabbit. D is in dog. <laughs> okay. D is in dog. And that's it. Yep. G is in George. S is in Sam. The number three R D. That's right. it. <laughs> I'm going to follow you back right now. Oh, thank you so much. And, um, again, good luck on the show. I know it's already done. You can't say, but I hope you win. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Nice talking to you.
Nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that does it today for Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, but please stay tuned because we have a lot of exciting guests coming up. Why don't you tell us about our guests coming up, Raymond? Ray. All right. We have Carlton Gebbia. Carlton Gebbia. Gebbia. Former housewife of Beverly Hills and a good friend of mine. And then we have Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Which is my favorite show. So that'll be a good interview. And that's that's what we have so far. So stay tuned, everyone. All right. See you talk. We won't actually see you soon, but I'll talk to you soon. Bye. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get over the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation free, guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP, which is a great deal. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app. Or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then register to see upfront pricing, information, and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guarantee savings certificate to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, you can save money, and you never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.